For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast, presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out. They pull me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give it the AJ's going to throw. Pumps once. Now he's going deep down the middle. Got a man. Thompson at the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Arkansas. Thompson got behind him all 56 yards. Man, I got to tell you, when Warren Thompson caught that pass, I thought the Hogs were going to blow him out. I mean, they were up 14 to nothing. They were doing pretty much everything they wanted to do offensively. A&M was off balance. Looked great, but we all know how the night turned out. And it was a difficult loss. It's still a difficult loss. But somehow, some way, the kids got to put it behind them. Kids are sometimes more resilient than adults. And I feel sure that by the time Alabama rolls around on Saturday, everybody's going to be ready to play. But it was disappointing on Saturday night. Razorbacks dropped to 3-1 and one overall. They're 1-1 one and one in conference play. But it's a new week. We are glad to be here on the Gimme the Hogstruck podcast. And we are glad that we're presented to you by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Professional realtors. That's what I like best about them. I don't know about you, but if there's big money on the table, I want a professional on my side. And when it comes to buying or selling your home, you're dealing with real money. And that's what these people are trained to do at Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. They are trained. They're professionally trained. They are full-time realtors. They do understand the market. And they know how to get you from contract to close better than anybody else. That was my experience with Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. And I think it'll be your experience, too. They've got an office in Fayetteville. They've got another one in Springdale. They're in Bentonville. They're in Fort Smith now. And they've even opened a new office up in Branson, Missouri. You'll see their yellow signs all over town. And you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. All right, let's look at some of the numbers. There was a point in the first half where Arkansas had run 41 plays and A&M had run 18. I mean, Arkansas just dominated the first part of the ball game. They were about to go in 21-7, to and you know what happened. I mean, there was the fumble, the takeaway. Um, it turns into a touchdown. They missed the extra point, or they botched it anyway. But, you know, still there was the feeling that, you know, the Razorbacks had outplayed them, and yet here we were, and essentially it was an even ball game. That play changed everything. I mean, it was a huge play, obviously. It went from 21-7 to 
14 to 13 is first down to we had a list of things no never mind it was a huge play in the game and unfortunately it happened to us we can't do that on first down you know if it was fourth down that's a different story and unfortunately just got popped out i thought it affected arkansas psychologically for the next hour hour and a half however long it took to play the rest of the first half go through halftime and then play the third quarter really wasn't until the fourth quarter when I thought Arkansas had their feet back underneath them, so to speak. And we saw what happened. They put themselves in a position to win and just didn't work out at the end. K.J. Jefferson ran the ball a lot more in this ball game than he has in some of the previous games. 105 rushing yards on 18 carries. As the games get tougher, K.J. is going to run more. You know, I think we as fans, when we think about K.J. at his best, a lot of times that's with him running the football. They did some more of that on Saturday night. I didn't think he was great in the passing game. Thought he was okay, not great. But, um, you know, that's going to have to get better, and I think they know that. The one thing that I've come away from over the last two ball games is that Arkansas needs to start forcing more turnovers. With the way they're rushing the passer, you should get more turnovers there. I didn't think the secondary was a real problem on Saturday night. I thought they were fine. I thought the defensive front put pressure on the quarterback. There were some missed tackles here and there, but uh, for the most part, I, I thought the defense was okay, with the exception of forcing turnovers. That's what they've got to do, and that's what they've not done the last couple of weeks. And if you're going to win a ball game like this one on Saturday, you're going to have to force some turnovers. So we'll see moving forward if, if that's a number that begins to trend in the Razorbacks' favor. Time to break down the ballgame. My friend Clay Henry is going to do this for us today. Longtime publisher of Hogs Illustrated. Semi-retired now, still writes a lot of columns, does some work for Hogs Plus, and I'm going to visit with Clay right now. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. Well, Clay, as I said at the top of the podcast, this is one of those that when it's over, you feel like you should have won. And and maybe that's why it hurts a little bit more than some of the others. No, I think you're right. And that was uh, that was kind of my feeling, is the, they were going down for the, the last uh, shot at the field goal. Don't, don't let it come down to the field goal. Score a touchdown. <laughs> that's what I kept thinking, because that was going to be your, your feeling, you know, that, that there were some things that you left on the field that, uh, you know, that – in a tight game, there are things that get you beat. And, you know, they they did so many good things. Um, and they physically played, you know, played the way you wanted an Arkansas team to play. They were physical. But, yeah, I think you're right. I don't know that I've seen a play that has changed a game quite the way that fumble recovery did. I mean, even with, you know, a change run earlier that, that got them on the board, that fumble recovery – it seemed like it, it literally took two quarters for the Razorbacks to recover from that. Yeah. I, I, the only time I can remember a play like that in Arkansas benefited, they were at Vanderbilt, and uh, Vanderbilt was going in for a score that, that probably would have clinched the game. And, yeah. and uh, Jerry Franklin scooped it to like the five- or six-yard line and went 95 yards, and it, it, it turned the game around. And it, it's, a, it's such a huge momentum play. I, I give Arkansas some credit for they actually weathered that storm pretty good. Um, 
I mean, it gave A&M momentum and changed the game. But, it, uh, you know, of course, they still had a chance to win the game. But it, it was it was a weird play. You know, you, you had some feelings. Well, the, you know, the Aggie runner was down when he handed it, handed it back or the guy took it from him. It's just a weird play. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, watching it on the replay, you could almost blow the whistle there. Yeah. Or the, you know, forward progress being stopped. I'm not saying they should have. I'm just saying that's how close it was. It was. Yeah. Being a play that was, um, that was whistled dead right there. I felt like in the fourth quarter that Arkansas was going to win the game when they drove down on that, that first drive and scored and, and, and made it a one score game again. Um, and really, you know, as you say, they put themselves in a position perhaps to even score a touchdown on that on that final drive. I never felt like Arkansas's offensive line was in anything but control when Arkansas had the ball. And yet there you were at the end of the ball game trying to find a way to squeak out a win. You're right. It was just one of those weird games where they did a lot of the things you have to do to win, but then all of a sudden you look up and it's like, how do we lose this game? Yeah, well, it's, um, you know, kicking game was big for both teams. A&M I thought so, too. Missed, missed uh, you know, they botched an extra point and missed a field goal that really could have, you know, uh, been big there. Uh, and, you know, there were some loose balls on uh, you know, Arkansas's, uh, you know, Bryce Stevens uh, fumbled one. I mean, it was just, a you know, there were a lot of weird plays and, then again, there was the physical nature that you've seen from this game, and Arkansas held up in the physical department, which gives you a lot of hope that I think they're going to be competitive just about everybody they play. And now, you know, will their pass defense hold up with Alabama? But back to, to the Aggies, you know, they're, they're a good, strong physical team, and they wanted to run it and, and really, you know, you take out one one big run that Arkansas stopped the run for the most part. So that's I mean that's why they were in a position to win the game at the end. And and I, I think the the players uh, you know they they back Cam Little afterwards like you would hope. You know he's won games for him, and kickers aren't going to make every one of them. That's just the way the the way it is. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. They let one get away. <laughs> I've, lo- I've lost big ones out on the river, and that's how kind of you feel. It just like got kicked in the gut when when you let that one get away. Let's talk about KJ for just a second. Um, yeah. It seems like now that the games are getting tougher, we're going to see him try to win the game with his legs more. He rushed for 105 yards last night, which is great. 171 passing yards. They had the, you know, the, the, the long play of 56 yards. Other than that, there weren't any, you know, huge gains. Um, it seems like they're going to have to run the ball well and get in the right situation if KJ is going to be as effective a passer as he can be. I think you're right. And, and of course, how a defense is going to play, you, you know, determines some of that. Um, there'll be some teams that, that, have to put more guys in the box and you can, you know, because they just can't physically handle Arkansas's offensive line. And that might give you some mismatches out there in the passing game. Uh, A&M secondary played, played pretty well. They, they had, you know, they botched one play early 
and I didn't think that was uh, KJ's best game throwing. I thought he missed some, and um, you know, and when I say missed some, like was high on a couple, uh, maybe behind the guy a little bit. You know, could have could have led him a little bit and, and been a little more accurate. Um, but yeah, I mean, he his running is a big part of what they do in the RPO and. Um, you know, and I'm not sure he was clean in the RPO that, you know, maybe all of his, you know, there were a couple of times when it looked like he could have kept it and he handed it off, um, that the Aggies were, you know, read it right. Uh, but that's the, that's the way the RPO, the RPO goes sometimes. This could be an interesting week because you've got Alabama on Saturday and all you've got to do is say Alabama and it gets everybody's attention. But at the same time, you're trying to get over a loss in a game that, you know, you feel like maybe you should have won. I'm going to be interested this week, and ultimately I guess we won't find out until Saturday, but I got a feeling this group may put this A&M game behind them pretty quickly in terms of the disappointment and, and, and use it as kind of a motivator that, you know, we got to get back out on the field because we should have won that game Saturday. Yeah, well, it's a – chance for, you know, the biggest scalp in football. I mean, it's there, there's no question that this is a game that coaches, uh, you know, that they know that their players are going to be primed and ready to go. And I, I think Arkansas left Tuscaloosa with the feeling last year that they could have won. Um, it, it's, you know, A&M, I mean, Alabama's, they've been just, in, until this last week, they've just been okay. Uh, they, they haven't had it all rolling. And I mean, there, there's, if you're going, you know, if you're going to play them, I just soon play them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I think the Arkansas players, you know, there, there probably were some that even look forward to this game, Chuck. And I know the fans have circled it. Now we all know that A&M game is, is, you know, that winning last year was a big deal because that's why you got, you know, the, the nice bowl game. I mean, if it came down between the Aggies and in Arkansas, Arkansas, you know, they, they got, uh, you know, they got to go to Tampa. So that, so now you need a game that will put you over the hub when the, when the good bowls are being, been handed. And of course, they're not out of it in the SEC West yet. You, right. Everything goes through Alabama, right? <laughs> well, it always seems to. That's, that's, yeah. that's, you know, um, yeah, you know, too, that – I mean, you can't base what you think is going to happen next week on what happened this week. I think about, you know, Kansas State Matthews. beat – you know, Kansas State beat Oklahoma Saturday night a week after they lost to Tulane. And, um, you know, Mississippi State lost at – or, pardon me, A&M lost at home to Mississippi State last year the week before they beat Alabama. There's, there's, there's something about playing Alabama, it seems, that no matter – or in the case of, like, a Kansas State playing Oklahoma – there's something about playing that big game that makes it stand alone. I mean, what happened before and maybe even what happens after may not have anything to do with that game itself. Yeah, there, there's – I think you're right. Matchups uh, are different for one one week based on the next. I mean, your health of your team is different. I mean, for instance, I bet you Miles Slusher plays better this week than he did last week. Had to have a little rust. I mean, I, I think he did fine. Uh, but every game that Arkansas secondary plays, I think they'll get a little better. Um, and then you've got the flip side 
you know Alabama really wants Texas A&M. That's the one that they're 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 they have been circled, and that's the following week for for uh, for out for Alabama. Um, so th- there there's the other side is you know is is Alabama going to play at their peak this week? I don't know. And you know we we've seen that Arkansas plays better in that stadium. I mean it's going to be a it's going to be a great atmosphere. You need a good start, Chuck, and keep those fans in it, and then that will make it tougher for Alabama. I want to switch gears for just a second to a degree. Um, You've covered a lot of Arkansas coaches. Obviously, you were around when your dad was covering covering, um, Coach Broyles. I tease you about living out in the hinterlands now, but I also know it gives you an opportunity to talk to a lot of different people. I wonder where Sam Pittman fits in the in the psyche of our Kansans in terms of being the head coach, you know, and I think you know what I'm talking about. I mean, Broyles yeah. was such a fit, and there have been others who were fits, and I, and I just wonder where you think Pittman fits in all that. Well, I think there were there were some that didn't think it was the right hire, and those people will tell you now they were wrong. It is, Chuck, it is hard to get somebody to say, I was wrong. Uh, They just don't do it too often. They kind of lay in the the weeds, like Dave Van Horn always says, you know, they're they're laying in the weeds for their chance to say, I see I was right back then. But they're, they're they're all on board. And it's the, you know, I was too little to know what it was like in the early years of, uh, of Brawls. But I will say, that, you know, for two or three years, you know, Lou Holtz had fans thinking that he was the perfect fit. I mean, it's hard to uh, get past that, you know, that victory over uh, over Oklahoma in, in the in the Orange Bowl. So Arkansas fans were real comfortable with Lou. Now, um, there's a lot of pride in the program right now. And you see, I was out today on the road. And about every third car's got a Razorback plate on it, and that that wasn't the case. <laughs> you know, people bought a new car, you know, uh, three four years ago. They they didn't put that Razorback plate on it for a little while. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and I, I remember, you know, ninety five after you know Arkansas went to the SEC championship game. Yeah, you know, Danny Ford had the same charisma to to you know the rank and file fans that they they wanted him to do well um and now i think sam is really good uh in in the press conference settings and you know i i worried a little bit that you know we're we've taken assistant coaches away from that setting well it doesn't really matter because sam's so good in it that Mm -hmm. he can he can handle the spotlight and he and he is able to uh to say when when he thinks that he did poorly and i think fans uh, appreciate that now bear bryant would say i apologize for a loss hmm. if if you only lose a couple a year you can apologize for him <laughs> <laughs> you you can't apologize if you've lost seven or eight or whatever it doesn't work uh, so he 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 didn't like the way the team played against Missouri State. I think in some ways they played better, 
against A&M, but you have the one, you know, you know, one kicking game error, you hit the upright and the, you know, the fumble that went the other way. Those are hard things to, against a good team. And I think A&M is a good team and will win games. Um, they've got the right quarterback now. And no turnovers is, is the magic elixir. And that's the way Arkansas has got to play this week against Alabama. To beat Alabama, you can't give them something. And whether it be in the kicking game or turnovers, and I, I've been a little surprised that Arkansas has hit the quarterback as much as they have the last two weeks and hadn't got a turnover. Yeah, I was shocked that they didn't force a turnover. In fact, there were some balls that Johnson threw that I was certain were going to get picked off. And somehow they uh, somehow they found their way into the hands of the receivers. So um, what's it like being retired watching games? <laughs> it was it was really interesting. I was in a uh, my whole family uh, was in a room, and um, you know it's it's it is interesting. To, and you look and you see the emotion on other people. I, I've been in an antiseptic atmosphere. There is no emotion in the press box. In fact, it's it's almost forbidden, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other than your booth, can't get excited. <laughs> uh, and so I. I've, you know, now I was gone for uh, the South Carolina game and didn't watch it. Now, that was weird to be in the, on the side of a mountain in Colorado, knowing that, you know, at 11 o'clock the team was running through the A and I wasn't watching it, and there was no way to watch it. I did get back to camp and got satellite radio and listened to, to you and Quinn for the last two minutes, and, and I I was real thankful that I didn't have to – Watch that whole fourth quarter, Chuck. I mean, I got the feeling from you that was a long fourth quarter. And then I watched the Missouri State game uh, from from a Razorback land in Loveland, Colorado, uh, Jeremiah Gage's house, and they were hollering and screaming. And I just sat there. I mean, they look at me like, there's something wrong with play. He just watches the game. Because I don't yell and holler. I mean, I just don't. Um, so – and, and maybe I'll get to that point, Chuck, but I hadn't yet. <laughs> well, I'm the same way. I, I can I can watch anybody else play in silence. And, um, you know, obviously we do get excited in our booth. Yeah. You, you've seen that. But it is a uh, – it's a much different deal. And I, I was just curious how all that was going for you. It's weird. And it's uh, – now, I will say this. I'm really excited. Uh, Gene Ann and I are going to sit together. I've, I wrote this that – I really look forward to taking her by the hand and I've never sat with her at a Razorback game. I'm, you know, we're going to walk in and we're going to sit in the stadium. Now, I don't know if I can sit still for a whole game. Um, and I've got, you know, a hogs plus pass that gets me everywhere. Um, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to sit with her at the game and I'm looking forward to that experience. And you know what? She is, too. And she's she's expressed that when I wrote that, that she said, well, I would never say that that's something that's missing in our marriage, but it is. So that's going to be that will be unique uh, Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. Jean Ann better be careful what she wishes for. (laughs) No, no, I know. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. Anytime, Chuck. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 50. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 5-0. Bet online, where the game starts. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. So now there's Alabama coming up this week. It would be nice if Arkansas was 4-0. Both teams would be ranked in the top 10 and, you know, you'd have one of the big matchups in college football, but it didn't work out quite that way. But I like what Sam Pittman said after the ball game. He said that, you know, the Alabama game was still going to be a big game regardless of how this one turned out. And they were still going to be tough to beat regardless of how this one turned out. He's right. You know, I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. You know, last year when Texas A&M beat Alabama, they'd lost at home to Mississippi State the week before. As we were discussing with Clay, this past Saturday night, Kansas State beat Oklahoma. Last week, Kansas State lost to Tulane. So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Alabama's Alabama, though. They won 55-3 to over Vanderbilt on Saturday. Other games around the league, Tennessee beat Florida 38-33. Tennessee's got a really good quarterback. That guy gives them a chance to win every time they play. Still not sold on him being a legitimate challenger to Georgia, but Georgia didn't exactly set the world on fire. And here's the deal. Even if you're Georgia, there are some weekends where it's a little harder to get up to play than maybe it is for others. I don't know that that's what happened to Ole Miss, Ole Miss beat Tulsa 35-27. to They're 4-0. No matter how you slice it, that's as good as they can be so far. Kentucky's the same way. They're 4-0. They beat Northern Illinois 31-23. to Yeah, they're going to have to get better, and I think they know that too. LSU won big. No real surprises, though. Georgia beat Kent State 39-22. to Pro football. Yesterday, Traylon Burks caught a pass for the Titans. They won their game. Hunter Henry caught a pass for the Patriots, and they lost theirs. And one note before we go. There are some figures in sports that just give us moments that last a lifetime. Albert Pujols is one of those guys. Friday night, he hit number 699 and number 700, and their win over the Dodgers. Now, it's a shame that not as many people saw it live as perhaps could have. It was on Apple Plus on Friday night. (laughs) I don't know how many viewers 
watch the game on Apple Plus on Friday night, but I'm going to guess it was not what it would have been had it perhaps aired somewhere else. I hate it because it wasn't on the Cardinals network and Cardinal fans couldn't hear it with Cardinal announcers uh, making the call. We all saw the replay. I got a text Friday night in Dallas late saying it had happened. So I looked at the replay on my phone right away. And I think that's the way a lot of people were. Albert, if you're a Cardinal fan, has given us a lifetime of moments, literally. I can remember vividly as a Cardinal fan hosting Sports Rap in like 2001, the spring of 2001. And we were talking about this kid who'd been in the minors for barely a year named Albert Pujols that the Cardinals were going to have to keep with a big club because he just hit so well in the spring. Nobody really knew who he was. And now he's hit 700 home runs. And he really has given us a lifetime of memories. The Cardinals aren't done yet. And Albert's not done yet. But, um, wow, what a player, what a moment. And I'm glad we were all around to see it. All right, that's going to do it for the beginning of the week. We're going to delve a little more intently into Alabama on Wednesday. want to remind you, if you would, to like us on Facebook and make sure you download the Hit That Line podcast. It not only allows you to listen to this podcast, it allows you to listen to all the others as well. We appreciate Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, for making this possible. And we'll be back again on Wednesday. Till then, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hug. Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.